Hey friends, super excited you're here. Welcome back to Moonshot Entrepreneur, episode number seven, Distracted Entrepreneur Syndrome and the surefire way to get focused and stop the overwhelm. Are you already hustling harder as an entrepreneur yet getting nowhere in your business? Or maybe you're still in that phase of dreaming about being your own boss, but you haven't yet took that leap and you might even have an idea of what you got to do to get there, yet somehow you never managed to find the time to do so. Do you somehow manage to get distracted with chores and driving your kids to football practice and staying up late all night to deliver yet another presentation um, for your day job? Well, if this is you, fret no more. If you're struggling with what I call the distracted entrepreneur syndrome, you have come to the right place. I am about to share with you the surefire way to get focused and clear. You can put a stop to overwhelm and say bye-bye to the hustle harder movement with this method. So we've no time to lose. Let's dive into this. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, Set your expectations high, because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. Before we get into today's episode, If you are feeling alone on your Christian journey or just simply would like to hang out and be inspired by other Christian entrepreneurs, (laughs) entrepreneurs and employees just like you, join the Moonshot Entrepreneur free Facebook group. The Moonshot Entrepreneur Facebook group is a place to engage with other Christians and inspire each other on our journey. So it's a place where we share our daily experiences in business, um, our questions about strategy or personal finance, about our family life. And most importantly, um, we also discuss and share how we shine in all these very relevant areas as children of God. So if you're here for fun and easygoing ways to connect, laugh, and help other Christians, then this community is absolutely for you and I'm in there as well. And you will also find lots of helpful freebies and templates which will help you to implement the solutions I suggest in my episodes. So if you're here for this, don't wait around. Send a request to join the private Facebook group. Go to facebook.com to the groups and type in Moonshot Entrepreneur. Um, And I will also leave you the link in the description of this episode. As always, you can join in and we can start to hang out together. So if you're here, pause this episode and 
do this right now. Okay, so let's get into episode number seven, Distracted Entrepreneur Syndrome and the Surefire Way to Get Focused and Stop the Overwhelm. In this episode, I will share with you what the Distracted Entrepreneur Syndrome is and what it has to do with the Hustle Harder movement. Maybe you have heard about the movement. If not, don't worry about it. I will also explain what that is. But I assume that if you have had any experience with entrepreneurship and startups, you have definitely heard the term Hustle Harder. So I'll explain what this has to do with the distracted entrepreneur syndrome. And there are also some real dangers and grave consequences if you suffer from the distracted entrepreneur syndrome. Um, So I'm going to tell you all there is to you, you have to know about that. And then I will also share the surefire way for you to stop the madness. Okay, so... There are actually two different ways I came into touch with this um, distracted entrepreneur syndrome. Now, in what ways did I come in touch with this topic, even that I came up with this um, and decided to do an entire episode about this? There are two ways. Um, First of all, in my day job, as you know, I work in the innovation realm. I have to do with startups. I come up with new business models. And I've seen plenty of colleagues as well as plenty of entrepreneurs in the startup scene as well as seasoned entrepreneurs who fall into this trap. They fall into the trap of doing more and more and getting more on their plate. And together with this comes the latest trend, I would say, um, which I've heard about for the past five years or more. Um, It's sort of this mantra of hustling harder or this motto. Uh, And in some ways, in the beginning, it feels good. But then you slowly sleep, see people burning out. And this is actually what I saw. I saw plenty of people just burning out. Um, And I even have a colleague who died age 49. And he was in a constant environment of agile sprints, of seeing um, things through, through, through. And of doing one more presentation and one more thing. And that was really the saddest experience ever. Um, When I spoke to his wife and his wife said, well, can you explain to me how he really was, my husband? Because he was always at work. He wouldn't come home until it's late in the night. And one night he came home, it was a Friday and he just went straight to work on a presentation until two o'clock in the morning. And then he came to the bed, but she was already sleeping and he died in his sleep of a heart attack. So this was really, uh, how should I say, it was just so painful to see that and to hear that and even to hear her say that she doesn't know her husband and she was trying to look um, for stories or, or things his colleagues had to say about him because she never got to experience him. So that was really sad. So um, 
but this is just one single story, but there are countless stories like that. Um, also in the pre-pandemic phase, just one more sprint, just one more thing to get done. But you also see constantly people being taken out of that um, cycle because they are not able to survive. So that was one way I got into touch with this hustle harder, do more, do more, but then at, at the cost of your health. Then there is also another way I came into this touch of the um, distracted entrepreneur syndrome. And it is by falling into this trap myself, but in a slightly different way. When I started my own business, it it was really hard because I still have my day job. I take my kid to ice hockey practice. I'm a mom. I have a family life. I have a husband. Um, I also am a lay reader at church. I have ministry and all kinds of things, friends and stuff. So how in the world am I going to manage all this? And I was feeling the overwhelm and anxiety level rise beyond what I could handle. And the result was that I was getting distracted and pulled into all directions instead of focusing on what has lasting value. And the thing about being in a trap like this is that this is a vicious cycle because once you've gone through this, you fail once. You always have the good intention at first, but then you fail and you're disappointed and you have a growing list of things to do. And then you try harder, you hustle harder, but you are failing again because there are just too many things on your plate. So this has been on my heart and my situation has not changed until recently, until I understood that this is actually a trap and that there is also a way out of it. I had to learn this lesson the hard way, but there is no reason you have to do this too. So I will share with you my recipe um, to get out of this. So let me start with what the distracted entrepreneur syndrome is in the first place. Now, this is just a made up term by me. This is not a medical condition, which you would find in any medical book. Yet it is a condition I know to be true for many entrepreneurs, especially for entrepreneurs, but it might also be true um, for those who are not entrepreneurs or not entrepreneurs yet. So if you're in a situation like this, you want to be focused, but somehow you're never able to implement your good intentions then you suffer from this condition, which I call the distracted, uh, sorry, the distracted entrepreneur syndrome. It's when you are jumping around from one thing to the next in different ways. And, and I would even say there are two ways you can experience this. If you are, uh, let's say, already an entrepreneur and you are trying to get everything within your venture into one umbrella, but you are not able to. So in your daily operations, you seem to get distracted quite a lot and you seem to end up doing always the most urgent things rather than the most important or the most valuable. So this is one way um, the distracted entrepreneur syndrome can show up. It can show up in your business, in your entrepreneurship, but it can also show up in other ways, which is uh, away from your venture. 
Um, let's say you're still having a day job and you want to get started with your venture, but somehow you manage to get distracted all the time. And you are feeling frustrated every time this happens and you promise to yourself that things will change, but somehow you get still manage to get distracted, you're disappointed, and then you feel helpless and frustrated and the entire cycle starts again. If you are trapped in that trap, you are suffering from the distracted entrepreneur syndrome. Okay, so now we know what this term means, but how do I think the hustle harder movement makes it worse? I touched about this on this when I talked to you um, about my colleague who died aged 49. Um, but as I said, this is just one single example. Now the hustle harder movement is, um, I don't even know how this came into existence, but it is a thing in the startup scene. It is a thing in the modern way of doing entrepreneurship um, in the innovation realm. There is this notion that if we are just trying hard enough, if we are um, putting in more effort, if we are focusing on our business, um, we can somehow make it work. Now, of course, you need to put in the work. Of course, you need to focus on your business. Um, I'm here for that and I support that. But where I defer is in the notion that you have to put in 24-7 into your business because, I mean, how unrealistic is that? Is there ever a human being who could dedicate their full awake time on their business. And if there are, and there are plenty of people who do that, how long can they do that? I am pretty sure that if we had a study on entrepreneurs who do that, that we would find that they do that maybe for a couple of weeks or a couple of months or a couple of years tops, but then they are dead. They are under the green grass, to put it really bluntly. And that's why I feel that the Hustle Harder movement is actually making this um, distracted entrepreneur syndrome worse because it sort of adds on the pressure. And then every time you get distracted in quote unquote with your normal life, um, you are implying that you have failed. And then this becomes a vicious cycle and you sort of feel again frustrated. You again make promises which are not realistic and you try to achieve something which you can never achieve and you're setting yourself up for a failure again. So what are the dangers of this cycle of the distracted entrepreneur syndrome? But first of all is you're frustrated with yourself. And I mean, how good does that feel? I bet this is not good for your mental health if you're frustrated with yourself for a prolonged period. Another problem of this entire syndrome is that you're actually looking to yourself to fulfill all your needs. You're storing away God and shutting him up 
uh, out of, of a certain area of your life, you're actually saying, well, there is no place for God in my business. Um, God can help me with my spirituality. God can maybe help me with my family. But there is no way God can set the tone uh, for how my day um, or how my day-to-day life in business looks like. And I think this is where we start to worship us rather than worship him. And something like that is actually called in the Bible idol worship. And this is really tricky because in actuality, you are not worshiping God, but you think you're worshiping him. But actually, you are getting him out of certain areas of your life. And what follows then is, I I would say, um, spiritual illness, uh, sort of, you, you become blind to certain areas, to relying upon God. You will experience emotional overwhelm. And then slowly, slowly, also relationship issues will start to crop up. Um, Because you are so stressed out, you're shouting at your kids, um, or you're mindlessly nodding when your husband speaks, but in your heart, you are already drafting an email to solve a problem or something. So um, there are some real dangers to the distracted entrepreneur syndrome, um, and which are actually plentiful. And then on top of that, you also have physical exhaustion and physical illness, burnout, heart attack, and total breakdown. So there are different ways this distracted entrepreneur syndrome cause us problems and cause health issues. So But the good news is that there is a surefire way to fight the distracted entrepreneur syndrome. The first thing is that you have to sit down and admit that time is not an endless resource. It's actually the other way around. It's the most precious, most valuable resource we have. How we use it determines our entire life, what we end up thinking about and what we do. So see time for what it is. You cannot mine it and get more time. You cannot buy it. It's Your time is um, finite. So once you have understood that, sit down and get your Christian perspective right. Stop relying on yourself and pray that God orders your day. Take a step back and ask him to help you to find the right priorities and help you not to feel overwhelmed and anxiety because you do not know where to focus on. Ask him to give you a clear focus. And once you have done that in prayer, um, ask yourself what your priorities are. Okay, so... um, Always remember, God is a God of order. He's not a God of chaos. So priority means um, that you just look at your day and look at the things you love and care about and the people you love and care about and that you wonder um, what is first in your life. Now, let me give you an example. Let's say you define God as your number one priority. And I really hope you do but it's up to you. You have to define it for yourself. But let's say you define God as your number one priority. Does that mean that you spend your entire life just praying and worshiping God and never ever taking care of any other needs? 
Well, no. Um, just remember Jesus on the cross. He was actually dying. He was saving the world from itself. He was doing there a big act of salvation. But while having godly priorities, he was also um, not far enough from reality. He looked at Mary, his mother, crying there at his feet. And he took the time to actually make sure that she would be um, taken care of. He spoke to John, his beloved disciple, and told him that this is now his mother. And he told Mary, um, this is now your son. Now, what does it mean? It means that he wants them to um, uh, take spend the rest of their life together or to take care of each other. Not just physical care, but also spiritual care of each other. So we see here that Jesus was not only concerned with God, he was very real and he was also concerned and fulfilling his duties as a son. So take your time and come up with a list of your priorities. Make a list of the most important life categories. So number one could be God. Number two could be family. Number three could be physical well-being. Number three could be your venture, whatever your entrepreneurship. Number four could be, if you're still having a day job, your career or, or your day job and so forth. And also don't forget um, the other life areas which do exist, but which might not really fill you with happiness when you think of them. Um, for example, you still need to do your chores. So you still need to have time to deal with a stinky drain, for example. Or you still need to uh, file your tax returns. So finances also has some part of your uh, life and priority. So make a list of all the priorities you have and force yourself um, not to have two categories at the same level. So don't say that your family and your physical well-being is at the same level. Try to make up your mind about which has a higher priority. And as I reminded you before, higher priority doesn't mean that one goes at the cost of the other. It just means on what you would give preference if you come into a situation of conflict. So why do we come up with this list anyway? There is a simple reason for that. Only when we know our priorities will we know where we want to focus um, while we use up our time which is given to us, right? So we, as I said before, we only have a finite a period of time available to us and it is of utmost importance to focus uh, when we are dedicating, uh, dedicating a, or using up a certain time slot that we focus during that time slot on the things with the right priorities because only when we do will we be able to fight distraction and this notion of failure of not getting ahead. So you have heard me speak in uh, previous episodes about the importance of deep work, about the importance of um, really dedicating focused time on a thing to bring that thing forward. So 
here we use the same concept, but this just goes a step further and tells you how you can juggle um, different slots of um, this deep work at the same time. Now, those of you who have not heard that episode, go back to episode number three and listen to it. Okay, let's say you have finished and completed your list of priorities. Now I want you to draw a wheel or a pie. Um, I don't actually care uh, how you call it. I call it the focus wheel. You can also just draw a circle. Now, what does this circle represent? This circle or this focus wheel represents the maximum time available to you. And um, I would say that you decide for yourself whether that wheel represents your 24 hours or a week, let's say um, seven days of your week, whatever the time period is. I want you to remember that the focus wheel is a finite thing. You cannot make the wheel bigger. Okay, so just draw a circle and then I want you to allocate to that circle um, certain pies and each pie stands or certain slices and each slice stands for one of the categories you have defined before in your priority list. Now, um, draw in all the categories you came up with. So that would be like God, family, physical well-being, um, your business venture, if you're in entrepreneurship uh, or your career or your day job, if you're doing both and so forth. And don't forget also to include life areas which are not um, exciting maybe to you, um, but still are important to live happily. Uh, let's say, uh, like for example, chores. So this might not really excite you and this might not be your hobby, but still um, you have to deal with a stinky drain to feel happy at some point. So make sure you include also those things like chores or finances, because eventually you will have to file your tax returns. So try to think of these buckets too, too and include them in your focus wheel. Give a slice to each of these things. Now, when you do this, I want you to think of your ideal situation. How much time or how big of a slice should each category of the things you have listed get? Just remember that some slices you might not be able to influence too much. Let me take the example of physical well-being. Well, you just need a certain portion uh, of sleep, certain hours of sleep. You need time to shower. You need time to eat healthy. You need time to exercise. So you, you must sort of realize that a certain category will have a certain size, which you might not be able to influence. Another example is if you have a day job, you might have committed to a certain time, you would be present at that day job. So that would be like the minimum time you have to allocate to that slice of that pie or of that focus wheel. So um, this is of course you can do this in two ways. You can either do this like I just described it, but this only works if you are struggling with your um, 
with the areas in your life but it could also well be that you're actually doing quite well in the areas of your life you're actually able to dedicate the number of hours you want to dedicate in your business venture in your entrepreneurship but somehow when you are doing your things within your business you notice that you um, end up doing or using up all your time running the operations of your business and this is not what you would like to do so in that case create a focus wheel just for your business with a dedicated number of hours you want to work in that business uh, so let's say you want to work four hours or eight hours or I don't know how many hours per day in your business um, make a, a focus wheel which represents that chunk of time you want to do um, your business and then come up with the categories which you typically have in your business like running operations um, time to be strategic about the vision of uh, your business and how you want to um, develop your business in the future um, you, you could have a category for relationship management uh, like the time you use for acquisition or maintaining customers to do market research, um, to do promotion and marketing and innovation. Try to think of the different um, buckets of time you have to dedicate for your business and write that down, write a priority list and then um, do the same thing. Take a focus wheel and dedicate a chunk or a slice of that wheel to each one of the categories and also if you're the owner of the company uh, and you have more than 50 percent dedicated for just operations something might be a little off just pay attention to it i'm giving you a little hint here um, just pay attention to that one but anyway um, once you have that uh, focus wheel your ideal time you are not at the end yet because you need to um, actually test your focus wheel and to find out first of all if you forgot any categories uh, and secondly how far you are actually deviating from from your focus wheel from your ideal allocation of time in reality so here is what i want you to do once you have your focus wheel printed out Keep it somewhere um, near you and monitor for one or two weeks how you're actually using your time. Are you using it? How many um, hours are you spending in each category? And just monitor that, write that down. And then at the end of those two weeks, just um, compare the ideal situation with the realistic situation. How balanced is your day and your week? Is it balanced at all? Or are you just jumping around? And then once you have that also, do, do this monitoring, actually not at the end of the two weeks, but do this every day and analyze after one week how it's going and try to um, write down for yourself your intentions to tweak it if you're seeing that you are constantly actually uh, cropping in the time on your physical well-being how can you put in measures in place 
to not to do that and then adapt your focus wheel. Maybe you will also find that you completely forgot about certain categories which just propped up. So add a new category into your ideal focus wheel and try to complete it. And once the two weeks of testing period is over, stick to your priorities. Fiercely defend it, commit to yourself with a time period, how much time you're going to spend. If you have um, committed to yourself to spend four hours in your uh, <clears throat> business venture to do strategy, then use those four hours. Do not get distracted with operations, fiercely defend it. Do not get distracted with um, having to get rid of I don't know, the stinky drain. I'm coming up with that. I, I don't know about that. But whatever. Um, try to focus and fiercely defend it. And if you do that, I promise you, um, you won't be distracted as much and you will make progress because you are dedicating your time and deeply work, doing deep work on a um, certain slot of time. So let me wrap this up for you. If you have not heard about deep work and don't know what I'm talking about, go back to episode number three, listen to it. Um, you know now what the distracted entrepreneur syndrome is and how hustling harder is going to make things work worse because you're just jumping around from one thing to the other and not seeing time for what it is. It is a finite resource. Um, and if you are going to treat it as if it is infinite and as if you can dedicate 24 hours to just one thing. Just remember that there are health implications to this. You might burn out or you might have relationship issues. And worst of all, uh, you might really rely upon yourself rather than on God. And the surefire, surefire way to fight this distracted entrepreneur syndrome is by treating time as a finite resource um, and to see it as something precious. Use, use your resource with utmost diligence. Rely on God each day, every single day. Do it afresh. Um, come up with your focus wheel, with your priorities. Draw a circle uh, representing your time and decide how big of a slice uh, of that pie you want to dedicate to each life area ideally. Test your hypothesis and make sure um, that you come up after a two-week period with an adapted focus wheel which will truly work and stick to your priorities. Fiercely defend them. Okay, now, if you really want to try this out, go to our Facebook group, the Moonshot Entrepreneur Facebook group, which is private, but you will also find a template of the focus wheel together with an example, which I have filled out for you. Um, look at the example, try to figure out how this could work for you and use the template to come out with your focus wheel. Um, as I said, also a sidebar, the Facebook group, the Moonshot Entrepreneur Facebook group has lots of value for you. You can download this template, but also other things completely free and just use it and make sure your life is transformed step by step. Okay, now let me leave you with a prayer. Thank you, God, that I can rely on your strength 
that I don't have to figure out life on my own, that I don't have to know all the answers. Thank you, God, that you are the God of order and not the God of chaos. Jesus, I invite you today to bring order into my life, into my priorities. I want to submit myself every day afresh to you. Holy Spirit, please prompt me um, to come to you, to come to Christ when I'm running around like a headless chicken, when I'm overwhelmed with anxiety. Help me not to be frustrated, but to know that God has me covered, even when things don't go the way I had planned them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, I hope this has helped you and blessed you. Don't forget to come and join the Moonshot Entrepreneur Facebook group. Pause this episode right now to send a a join request and you will find the link in the episode of this description. Also download the focus wheel, the template with the example. I'm sure it will help you and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Enjoy the rest of your week and stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time. Real quick before you go, If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.